Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey everyone, welcome to Real Vision Crypto. Enjoy today's show. I am beyond thrilled to be here today with my dear friend, Sunaina Tuteja. I first met Sunaina a few years ago during crypto winter when we were both still speaking at a bunch of different crypto events and oftentimes to an audience of like 10 people. Sunaina was like a breath of fresh air. She was doing everything in her power to explain the opportunities in crypto to her team at TD Ameritrade, where she was working at the time, as well as the firm's retail and institutional customer base. And the first time I heard her speak, I was super impressed by how substantively deep she was and her ability to turn really complex concepts into something that anyone could understand. Sunaina was always also saying something a little different from everybody else. And it was pretty clear that in her free time, she must have been spending a ton of time thinking deeply about the crypto space. Sunaina's had a very cool career, including her former role as head of digital assets and DLT at TD Ameritrade. And of course, now Sunaina is the first ever chief innovation officer for the Federal Reserve. And what an incredible time to be in that role, Sunaina. It would be awesome if you could share your background with us, including how you decided to join the Fed. And um, I'd also love to hear how you ended up in crypto. Well, thank you, Colleen, um, for that kind intro. As always, I am delighted to be spending quality time with you, nerding out on our many obsessions. Um, Also want to extend my gratitude to the Real Vision team uh, for giving us this opportunity to engage. Throughout my career, uh, as I reflect on the many assignments I've had, I'm actually super grateful that it all all comes down to kind of these um, undercurrents of leading change and innovation uh, at the nexus of finance, technology, and policy. Um, You know, lots of different assignments as investor, operator, builder, uh, did a lot of work here in North America, but also in Asia. But for me, the common denominator has always been how are we in a purposeful manner harnessing the power of these frontier technologies, but doing it in a way that we're able to break down barriers that still persist uh, in financial systems. Right. We could all argue that, you know, financial services at large in North America are pretty solid, but still it's not as big a tent as it could be. Right. And so for me, in all the assignments I've had, that's frankly been the um, mission, the zeal, perhaps, uh, is, you know, how are we leveling that playing field and making uh, financial services much more approachable and accessible? Um, and frankly, that was a through line that also um, took me down the proverbial rabbit hole, as many of the viewers here could probably relate to um, when it comes to crypto. I first heard about this, you know, mysterious thing called Bitcoin um, at a holiday party in like 2010. Clearly, you know, I needed to go to better holiday parties, but it was actually a work holiday party. Uh, and I was working at uh, uh, a traditional financial services institution, investment banking in Canada. And 
I heard about this thing called Bitcoin and I didn't really know much about it. And, you know, the conversation around it really was a bunch of bankers dunking on it. And I didn't know anything, so I couldn't contribute to the conversation. But, it, you know, um, curiosity, for better or for worse, has always been my one talent. And if I don't know something, then I have to go down the rabbit hole. And I recall going home that Friday night and just you know, learning about it. And, you know, there was no Cambrian explosion of content that we have around crypto today. Like I cannot keep up with the podcasts and the newsletters and the great, uh, you know, fun, uh, also dramatic content on Twitter, but none of that existed. So you had like these pockets. I, you know, came across the white paper, um, full transparency. I didn't understand majority of the white paper. Angels did not start singing to me right away. I had to read it many, many times. And I, it just, but, but what it did was, it piqued this curiosity, which to this day is what keeps me excited about crypto, that is just so multidisciplinary. Uh, and there's always something new to learn, right? So if you're curious by nature, this is like the best ecosystem uh, you could you know, be part of. Um, so yeah, I just started learning about it. Then I slowly started going to meetups. Um, and uh, my cheeky uh, closing to that story is, uh, my boyfriend at that time was also in traditional finance and iBanking. And at one point he said, what's wrong with you? Like, are you becoming like those weird Bitcoin people now? Like, you know, and he kind of was like dunking on me a little bit. And I was just irritated by his lack of curiosity and him kind of, uh, you know, admonishing me for like, you know, following this uh, trail. Um, and then, you know, as I like to say, the best trade of my life, I dumped the boyfriend Bought the Bitcoin. <laughs> that is a very good trade. And it was a great trade for the crypto community too. So thank you to that ex-boyfriend. And how did you end up um, sort of championing a Bitcoin and crypto within TD Ameritrade? Like what led to you being head of digital there? Yeah. So, you know, I was in my role as the global head of emerging tech and strategic partnership. And, you know, my portfolio really and my mandate at that time was, you know, interrogating uh, and understanding these frontier technologies. And, you know, I'm sure we could play buzzword bingo here, you know, between AI and ML and, you know, uh, data science and all that fun stuff. And, you know, DLT and blockchain. Like, remember, this is like 2014, 2015, when all the narrative was, you know, it, it was all about blockchain and not Bitcoin. Um, and I'm so happy that we've kind of evolved past that. But, you know, yes. Yeah. Um, and, and that, that's one of the things I'm really happy, the flipping that we've seen. And we'll talk about the other flipping around talent and risk, which, you know, we've talked about. But, you know, and, and so that was part of my portfolio. I mean, personally, I was, you know, becoming more and more uh, enthused, but also curious about, you know, the development that we started to see uh, within crypto, you know, the new chains that were coming on and then the use cases that the developers were starting to build on top of it. Um, but for us, from a TD, you know, from a TD Ameritrade perspective, it really was driven by the voice of the customer, right? Because we came at this inflection point where, yes, I was educating our leaders, our board of directors, along with other colleagues. Frankly, one of my biggest advocates and champions in this journey was our chief risk officer, right? Uh, which you know most people do not associate with, but it, we you know we took the path of how do how could we do this in a prudent manner, and. The, the, you know, and, and, you know, there were many meetings where I was getting laughed out of the room or yelled out of the room, which is cost of doing business when you're leading change and innovation. Um, but the inflection point really was the voice of the customer, right? Our, especially our active trader customer, as you know, Colleen, from the Chicago ecosystem, you know, 
you know, who are very comfortable trading derivatives, options, you know, a higher order trading strategies. And they tend to be one of the, you know, early adopters of new technologies and new asset classes. So, you know, and we, and we started to hear a lot from that segment about, hey, I want to do this, but I don't want to have to go somewhere else. How do I do it, you know, all in one place, right? And then the other thing is, we also had a pretty large segment of what I like to call the crypto curious, where, you know, retail client, institutional clients, where they were like, wait, what is this about? Should I be learning about it? And so our um, thesis really was, you know, uh, it's it's about education, not evangelism, right? And our approach really was, you know, we have to start from a place of educating people. Because um, again, even to this day, this entire ecosystem is pretty nascent. It continues to shape shift. Uh, and there's a whole lot of complexity built around it. And, you know, a few years ago, it was still a lot more abstraction around all of this. So the approach of, you know, starting with education and then building meaningful products and services, um, you know, that connected to the expectations of our clients uh, was really the pathway that we took into it. So really starting with the problem statement. Hey there, revolutionaries. Thanks for tuning in. For more content like this, head over to realvision.com forward slash crypto and get unfiltered access to the most brilliant minds in finance and crypto. Join our community of lifelong learners for exclusive access, unparalleled education, and unbiased insights.